Welcome to Train Like a Champion. In this week's episode, Pastors Chris and Liz Sarno talk about how to have faith like a champion, because faith should be the foundation for every Christian, which is why this episode is so powerful. Now it's time to train like a champion. Hey guys, we're so glad you're joining us for episode number five. five. And today we're going to be talking about having faith like a champion, training your faith to go to another level. What, man, I think of Caleb and Joshua when I said that they had champion kind of faith. That's right. That no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're looking at, no matter what they say, no matter what the circumstances say, you still can believe God no matter what. So what do you think yeah. about, what do you think about faith like a champion? Well, I think, you know, it's faith is hugely important. Yes. Um, the Bible tells us that um, we walk by faith, yep. not by sight. Yep. Um, we know that that's, faith is the only thing that pleases God. Yep. Hebrews 11, 6. So, um, if we want to please God, we got to have faith. Got to be in faith. Um, you got to have faith for everything. You yes. have to have faith in your thoughts, faith in your mouth, faith in your life, um, because everything revolves around faith. Is we say it like this: is the currency of heaven. You know, if I go into the grocery store here in the United States, I have to have dollar bills yes. in order, or a credit card, in order to make the transaction work. I pick my groceries, give them my money, and they give me the items. You know, if I go to um, let's say I go to another country. We go yeah. over to France, right? When we were over in France, I couldn't give them dollar bills. They didn't accept that currency. It was it was money and it was currency, but it wasn't the currency that was accepted over in France. True. So in order to go buy what we wanted to buy when we were there, we had to use euros over there yes. because they wouldn't accept a different kind of currency. But faith is the currency of heaven. So we can't just come to God any way that we want. You yep. can't expect to receive promises from God any way that you want. You can't say, well, I'm using this currency. No, you have to use the currency that heaven accepts. Yes. And that is faith. Yes. So yes. that's why um, as a champion, you've got to have faith for everything basically. Yeah, you know, all of we, last month, well, we've been talking about faith for a while and I think it's so important. I think one of the, the best things that we could really, um, you know, kind of let, let the people see is, you know, because redemption, because Jesus sacrificed, because the cross, because of everything he did, there's only one requirement. Mm -hmm. You have to have faith. Have to, yeah. It's the only way to accept it. Now, even like, he says, by faith through grace, you got saved. Right. But you have to believe. Mm -hmm. And then grace kicks in. You have to believe what the word of God says. So faith is the only real requirement the believer has for exchange from God. So I think, you know, a lot of times if you ask people, like I was actually on a, um, I was watching a, a, a thing on faith the other day. And the, the host asked that question, what is faith? And everyone was giving different answers. Yeah. You know, oh, faith is believing what you cannot see. Oh, faith yeah. is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yeah. seen. Faith is this in every single, and it's funny because we often say that when you go somewhere and you ask, if we ask you as the listeners, what is faith? You yeah. are going to have a definition of faith. But if faith is the only thing that pleases God, isn't it important to know what it actually is. Yes. And I think that you have a phenomenal revelation 
um, an understanding of of simplifying our understanding of what faith is to where it's not like some ooey gooey substance. It's not this big, huge thing that we have to have. So talk a little bit about what faith is, yeah. first of all, because if you're going to have faith, you better at least know exactly what it is. Yeah, well, I think one of the biggest things I noticed was in the quest to figure this thing out was a lot of people were waiting for stuff. Mm-hmm. But wait, waiting outside of faith doesn't produce anything. Right. Because I understand there's an element of time that takes from getting from, you know, promise to harvest. But if you're not in a position of faith, you're really wasting time. Right. So that's what really made me kind of get on this quest. Like, you better know whether you're in faith or not. Right. And can you tell? You know, How what do I mean? you know? Can, can you tell? And then, you know, I started thinking like, okay. If you walk by faith, you please God with faith. You protect yourself with faith. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're supposed to, you know, see with the eyes of faith. You're supposed to keep faith in your mouth. If this is so important, how come we cannot clearly, easily identify it? Like we say this all the time. You, you, you handed out a piece of paper in this room with all these people in it and gave them a pen and tell me what is faith. You're going to have 50 different definitions of the only thing that God said pleases him. Right. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like a relationship. Like I know what you like. You know what I like when you get when you're in relationship with someone and I don't try to do things that displease you I try to please you as you would with anybody you know what I mean so if faith pleases God shouldn't we be able to clearly and easily identify it we should yeah so I I, so I'm like all right well then okay forget about thinking what everybody else is saying what did Jesus say right and then you go to Matthew 9 and he starts talking to those blind guys and he says hey you can you think I can do this Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, we believe we can. I said, okay, according to your faith. Mm-hmm. Then I, Abraham and Thomas kind of faith really sets it apart. Because what did Abraham have that Thomas didn't have? Because Thomas said, I'm not believing unless I see it. Mm-hmm. Abraham said, I, I, seeing it, I could believe it. Right. One guy says, I'll believe it when I see it. Another guy says, I see it, so I believe it. It's like kind of like... I'm I looking see, through a different let, perspective. Let's clarify. I see it, even though it's not here it's yet. It's not here. I'm seeing past I'm the realm walk of the natural. I'm and, seeing into the spirit and having faith and for Abraham it. Abraham had a ton of questions. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. And God answered the question. So it wasn't that he didn't have questions. It's funny. You know, I always think about this. Like Mary had questions. Abraham mm-hmm. had questions. You know, Zachariah's got a question. He gets in trouble. Right. So sometimes your questions that are connected to belief are just kind of like you need information. But with the ones that are connected to doubt produce problems. But I think I think that's a, an important point. Um, it's okay to ask God your questions. Yeah. As long as you don't, you know, like, okay, God, how is this going to happen? When when God told Abraham, you yep. will be the father of many nations. And he his, his wife was barren and he was past the age of having children. Both yeah. of them were. He asked God how. He, everyone said, oh, Sarah laughed. Well, so did Abraham. Yes. Abraham laughed too yes. when he first heard it. And he had all those questions, but yet he is called the father of faith because it's okay to have questions. It's okay to say, I don't understand how this is going to happen as long as at the end of your questions, you go back to, but it doesn't matter if I understand or not. Yeah. I'm going to believe you anyway. Be it unto me according as your word has yes. said. Come on, right? So I kind of think like, all right, so then we went and looked at Thomas and Thomas like, man, unless I can stick my finger in the nail prints in the hands, toss yes. my hand to your side, I'm not believing. Jesus came back and said, hey, man, don't be faithless, but believe. Yes. And that's when we we, we felt, you know what I mean? Um, 
faith simply what you believe. Well, I, I look at like we often tell the story of Jairus, right? Yes. Jairus comes to Jesus because his daughter is very sick. Yep. She's about to die. Yep. And so he asks Jesus, will you come to my house yep. and heal my daughter? And Jesus says, yeah, of course. And so they start walking. And you remember that as they're walking through the crowd, that was when the woman with the issue of blood reached out, touched the hem of Jesus's garment. There's yes. hundreds of people pressing in everywhere. But this woman reached out, touched the hem of his garment. Jesus stopped the procession mm. and says, who touched me? Come on because he felt the power leave his body. Power. A lot of people were touching him, but only one person reached out in faith and, and because she said, she placed her faith, if I could but touch the hem of his garment, I yeah. will be made whole. Yeah. That is what she believed. Yes. And so right after that moment, Jesus said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. And he and he healed her, she was healed. So you think back in that moment, Jairus must be so excited because Jesus has, this lady didn't even ask Jesus for anything. Yeah. She just barely touched, she didn't even touch him. She touched his, she touched his him and she was healed. And now we're gonna go see my baby. My baby's gonna be healed and whole. And right at that moment, someone came from Jairus' house and yep. he said, don't trouble the master any further. Your yep. daughter is dead. Yep. But what did Jesus say to him? He said, don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Don't freak out. Because what he was saying was this, he said, and I really feel this, he said, don't be afraid, only believe. He said, don't be faithless. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and his whole deal is this, is that he wants him to not be afraid. And I really felt like Jesus was stuck because he said, if you right then in this moment become faithless, fearful, whatever goes on, I can't do it. But he said those words, only believe. Yeah, believe. And we know the end of the story, if you don't know the end of the story, Jesus did in fact go and heal his daughter. Yeah. But you look at all throughout the New Testament, the words faith and believe yeah. are used interchangeably. Like the thing, let me ask this. Mm -hmm. So is Jesus able to heal his daughter? Of course. But he couldn't do it without his cooperation. That's right. Well, that's what Jesus did. He stopped. And he basically said, don't be faithless only believe but then he looked at Jairus basically to say what are you gonna what do? are we gonna do are we gonna keep walking even though it looks like it's impossible are you gonna choose to so, believe so what if we stop God from doing in our life because we couldn't believe mm, that's a powerful question a powerful and, and question. we all want to and it's the problem with people we want to put it on God you didn't do it if it's the will of God people say that all the time if it's yeah. God's will well you didn't, you didn't do it you didn't right and then we're blaming God God's like no look if you don't believe, I can't. Now, this is the thing that I think is big because people get into sovereignty and God. Now, it's everything's faith. God, if, if God did it, somebody prayed about it, somebody interceded about yep. it, he's no respecter of persons. But if you right. don't understand the law, he said faith's a law. It is. We talked about laws a little bit last week, like about the law of, there, there's laws in the kingdom of God. Well, faith is the currency of heaven. It moves heaven so, and, and, and manifests in the earth. Yeah, so you faith's know? a law. Yeah. And he said, by what law? Not the law of works, but the law of faith. Mm -hmm. So faith's a law. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. There's laws of electricity. Yes. Could put the lights. Yeah. Air condition. Mm -hmm. Fire. Can kill you if you screw, mess around with it. That's, Don't know what you're wiring, truth. jerking around. Right? God forbid, but you know what I'm saying. Same source of power, right? Use it properly. Mm -hmm. Great. Use it, words of your mouth. Right? Mm -hmm. Use them proper or negative because we got to release faith. But here's what I'm saying is if it's a law, if you understand the laws of electricity, you could wire. We got guys in the church. They know the laws of electricity. They don't shut off power. 
They just do all this stuff. You're a happy homeowner. What do you do? Shut off the whole house. Why? I don't understand the laws of this stuff. Right. I don't understand what touching this and touching that's going to do because I don't understand the laws of electricity. An electrician understands the laws of electricity. They're doing a panel that's 220. They're not freaking out. Why? Because they understand the laws of it. Mm -hmm. Just like anything else, faith is a law. If right. you understand the law of it and the principles of it, it works the same every time, all the time. But here's another thing. You ever wire something wrong? Or have you ever seen something wired wrong? I mean, I don't ever try to wire anything, so... But have you ever seen I've everything seen something, wired Yeah, wrong? I've seen where something didn't work. You flipped the switch and nothing came on because well, the wires the weren't connected right. Power still there? Power's still there. Well, what happened? It wasn't connected right. So you could have mm -hmm. all the right ingredients... But it could be not connected wrong and not and see the work. results. And yeah? you can't get mad at the light. Like, we just went through this home renovations, right? Some of you know, okay? There's things that we put in the house mm -hmm. electrically that if they didn't work, I didn't, th th you know, throw the light against the wall, stupid light. I did well, rip a ceiling fan I mean, you did rip the ceiling fan out of the ceiling. But that was stupid design. Okay. But anyway, let's get back to the meat of the matter. I did. It was Next funny. time we're going to talk about patience like a champion. Patience like a champion. Just kidding. That's not people. the action. I don't need that fruit. <laughs> I've determined. I've determined. You know, like you like, like, okay. Do you like fruit? Yeah. I'm not a, you like kiwi. I don't mind it. It's not I'm my not favorite. I'm not a real big kiwi guy, right? I don't like favorite. the texture of it. I don't like cantaloupe. Do you like, do you like, yeah, you're not a cantaloupe person. I don't like you're, melons. You're not a real melon person. No, I'm not. I, I, I like certain fruits. Certain, your taste buds change, right? So I figured it out. Patience is a fruit of the spirit, just like love joy. I don't want to eat that fruit. I don't need it. Well, we'll talk about that in another I'm gonna podcast. Get patience you can't when I'm really, but you can't really disconnect it. It's the I fruit know, it's singular funny, of the spirit. We're not joking. Not plural, so you can't pick and choose. You have to have no. them all. But anyway, back to faith, because I know we only have a couple We're more minutes left. So with faith, the first thing you have to understand, if you want to have faith like a champion, is that faith, let me just make it very simple for you once again. Yeah. Faith is simply what you believe. Yeah, and your beliefs should be formed by the Word of God. Yes. If your beliefs are not formed and fashioned by the Word of God, then what you believe is wrong. When you look at a situation and you see something different than the pages of what that Bible say, then your faith, you're, you're putting faith in everything. Let me let you in on that. You're like, oh, I don't, I don't have you. If you got up this morning and you went to work for someone, yep. then you put your faith in the fact that there's going to be a paycheck waiting for you on payday. Absolutely. You started a brand new company. Yep. You go there, right? I, I start work somewhere. I, I don't question like, do I think they're going to pay me? I just expect, we put faith in everything. I expect that when I get in my car, I believe my car is going to start so and we're going to drive. I believe that whenever I go to the store and I give them my money, I'm going to get the stuff that I need. We have faith and faith is in everything. We just don't look at it as faith. So what are you believing about yeah. yourself? What are you believing about your situation? Are you believing is the, is your belief formed by the word of God or is your belief formed by yourself or worse? You know what I mean? You have to look and go, your beliefs have to be formed and fashioned by God's word yeah. or the, because you got to put your faith in the word of God. Sure. You have to believe what the word of God said. Jesus would ask, he'd say, only believe, just believe me. Yeah, you know, we say this all the time. God's greatest desire is to be believed. True. He has a book full of promises for you and for me that are yes and amen. Yep. 
it doesn't say it doesn't say that there may be it doesn't say that there's sometimes it doesn't yeah. say every promise is for this person or that person it says every promise is yes and amen and, and agreed upon in heaven and earth right and it ain't going to come to pass until you until have, you have the faith. faith and this is a big because we could talk about this for a month yeah but you got to form it you got to release it you got to stand in it yep. you got to do a lot of things with Can't it like but it. here's the key if you don't first understand where it comes from we got a problem yeah because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god so every word of god has the faith within itself like a seed to mm -hmm. produce of itself now let me ask you a question so if i have a seed yes. and i just put it on this table right here is it going to grow nope no of course not that's you got to put it in your heart you have to plant it bible says in mark chapter 4 the word of god sown in your heart yeah and then i think that word incubates for your faith to be developed yeah it's an accept or reject right there yeah if you accept it and really hang on to it then you can speak it we got yeah. a bunch of people speaking stuff they don't believe and that is so powerful because we talked about your words and about how to talk like a champion but if you don't have the faith to back it up you can be talking all day long and doubting in your head yes and and not really you know Faith is two places, your mouth and your heart, yes. right? It's in so both of those places. Heart. So if you don't get it to connect. You have to connect the two together. It's like the Wonder Twins, right? Remember, I'm dating myself here. Wonder Twin Power, activate. They had to yeah. come together. So faith yeah. has to come together in your head and in your in your mouth, Yes, right? And you have to believe it. The two places it. in the mouth and the heart. And the Bible says in James, it says, if your mouth says something different than you're believing in your heart, you deceive yourself. Right. So you have right. to develop truth from from accumulation of knowledge scriptural evidence and then you have to solidify that truth in your life before you can release it because the bible says in romans 10 for what the heart man believes unto righteousness and, and with, with the, the mouth confession, confession is made, made unto, unto salvation. salvation yeah more than just getting saved right soteria right all that stuff deliverance provision everything god's got for you and if you don't get if you don't get it developed and brother hagan you say this Faith will work in your heart with doubt in your head. And we know what he's saying. Right. He's saying, you could be like, oh my God, how's this going to be? But you have to develop it in the heart. So how do you get it in your heart? With the words of your mouth. With the words of your mouth. So you have to take that, you know, and like we could talk about this topic for years. I mean, there's so much. But I think just in a nutshell, um, to summarize for this episode. Yes. Is basically this. Just take this point away. Your faith is what you believe. Yes. And unless you believe what the word of God says, your faith will be misplaced and won't work properly. It will work properly, but you'll use your, it, your faith will destroy you. And you know, hey, if you're not watching on YouTube and you haven't subscribed on YouTube, go ahead and hop over because in just a second, we're gonna give you some bonus content over there. But you're, I'm gonna give you a champion challenge for this week. You know, your champion challenge for this week is this, to really evaluate what you believe evaluate what you believe yeah. take a good hard look if you're facing a difficult situation take a good look at what do i believe about this do yeah. i believe god is able do i believe god can do this well that's do i believe it and we'll talk more well to give yeah. the book opportunity oh yeah you can also because um, this thing we wrote this yeah because we tr we traveled i'm telling you what happened man it was like it was scary I was watching people believe God for stuff I knew they didn't have faith for. And, yeah. and you know what God spoke to me? God just gave me this the other day. He said, faith is the payment for the desired promise. Wow, that's so good. And I was like, what? And it sounds bad when you say it. Faith like, is the payment for the desired promise. I love that. 
That's so I was really like, good. and I was like, what do you mean, man? You can't buy nothing from God. You know, you think it's you a little bit. He goes, no, he goes, faith is the payment. Cause he said, it's the title deed. So faith is that exchange. It's the payment for the promise. So it's not like you're paying for it, but you get what I'm saying. You don't go to a grocery store and get $400 worth of groceries with 200 bucks. You got to have the no, money in your pocket. That's exactly right. Faith is the money in your pocket to get the promise you need from heaven, man. It's so in the book. we have this book. And, and, you, and again, this is not a shameless plug. Like realistically, no, the reason book. we write books, the reason that we that we do books is this. We give away more books than we sell. Um, we don't do it to make money. We do this no. because this is information that you need. It's impossible in 15 minutes, 20 minutes. It. This one was a little longer. It's impossible for us to fully give you, um, you know, but that's just the short version. But this book, if you go to obtainablebook.com, you can order the obtainable book. It's talking about revealing the process of faith to receive the promises of God. So remember, your champion challenge is to really evaluate, take a good look and do a little digging this week yes. and evaluate where are my beliefs being formed Am I, are my beliefs being formed by the word of God yeah. or are my beliefs being formed by something else? And if they're being formed by something else, then just shift your mentality, go find it in the word of God and determine that that is how you're going to believe from now on. And that is how you have faith like a champion. Thank you for listening to the Train Like a Champion podcast today. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating, follow us on social media, and share it with someone who you think would enjoy it. Be sure to come back next week as we continue to learn how to train like a champion.